And I'm excited because Isaac is coming to bring the word tonight. Um, and I've just been excited about Isaac, about what the Lord has done in his life, um, just seeing him grow even over these last uh, even over this last year, um, uh, so we promoted him to awaken referee, uh, him and Nate. And so, uh, so if you didn't like the games, you can talk to him and Nate after service, and they can hook it up. But uh, listen, it's intimidating being in front of you guys, and some of y'all realized that last week, right, when you shared. And so, just want to encourage you just to give give him your attention. Know he's got something special. He feels like the Lord has laid on his heart. And uh, but y'all get on your feet. Welcome, Mister Isaac Manley. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I feel close. I'm going to back this up a little bit. All right, how are y'all? Good, good, good. Um, I'm going to ask you to get back up on your feet and give it up for John and Jill. Um, some of the best youth pastors around. Um, thank y'all. Okay, you can be seated. All right, so John was talking about Awaken a little bit, but I wasn't able to be here last week, um, but I listened to the podcast back. Um, shout out, if you miss a week, we have a podcast. Um, but just, it was so encouraging to hear y'all get up there and speak about what God did in your life at Awaken, um, and it's really helped me see that we don't just do Awaken to play games and play tug of war, but God is there and he moved um, in a lot of y'all's life. Um, I did hear a little bit about the referee. You know, it's okay. Yeah, we'll make it better next year, you know. We'll come back. Um, but just to start off a little bit about me, I um, started coming to Beach Springs probably two or three years ago, um, four years ago. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, four years ago, served in Edge for about probably three of those years. Um, I'm engaged to that beautiful lady back there in the green shirt. Um you know, um, but yeah, I'm from Pelzer, South Carolina, uh, just a little small town, um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's pray and I'll get started. Um, dear Lord, thank you for this day, thank you for gathering us here uh, to worship your name. Um, God, I pray that these kids would hear your voice over mine tonight, um, and I pray this in your name, amen. So I'm going to talk about uh, letting God in tonight and letting him take control over your life and allowing his plan to take over your life. Um, Jeremiah 29:11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, so in that verse it says plans to prosper you, right? Uh, but how many of us know that sometimes we go through some storms that feels like God's plan for us is not to prosper us? Um, but... A little sto- a little funny story, I guess, but when I was in middle school, my dream was to be an NFL football player, and uh, I didn't have all the genes for that, for one. Uh, for two, I liked food a little too much, so <laughs> that wasn't God, I mean, that obviously was not God's plan for my life, um, but on a more serious note, there's been multiple times that I've had to ask and pray, God, what is this plan for you, or is this plan in your plans for my life, um, and where to take that? Um, but tonight, I have three things that kind of, th- three things to take over, to do, and to have um, to allow God to take over your life. Um, number one, everyone say number one. Number one is faith. Uh, the definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. 
um, having faith is a huge thing in the walk and your walk with Christ. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to have faith because sometimes we'll pray for things that we don't get back, um, and we we lose faith. We lose faith easily. Um, but one thing we need to take into account is God created us, right? And so, like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven said, that He has a plan for us to prosper and not to harm. Um, and so sometimes it may seem that He will harm us, but some other times it may seem easier to have faith, and sometimes it may seem harder to have faith. Um, Genesis one twenty seven says, "So God created man in His own image, in the image of God He created him, man and female, or He man and female He created them." So. We all know God is a perfect God, right? Right? Okay. So do you think God would create an imperfect human in this world? Um, the answer to that question is no, but we all know that we have sin in this world, right? Um, every, the, the sin in this world comes from the story of Adam and Eve. It's in Genesis 4. Um, but just to summarize it a little bit, it's God created man and woman. They lived in a garden. There was one rule in the garden. It was to not eat from the tree of good and evil Um, and one day they were near that tree and Satan came down as a snake and they ate from the apple or they ate an apple from that tree and um, sin and evil entered the world Um, yeah so if you want to know more that's in Genesis uh, 4 but Hebrews 11 6 says no I'm going to back up sorry um, so if Adam and Eve would not have eaten from that tree, uh, we, can we all be in agreement that it would be a much easier thing to do to not accept sin? It would have been a much easier thing to not step into culture or the worldly views, right? Um, but they did, um, and so now it's up to us to make that everyday choice to have faith and say, hey, I'm going to step into your word, God, and I'm going to do your um, works um, Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Um, this verse shows that it is impossible to please God without having faith. Um, if you pray to God and you ask for healing, but you don't actually believe that healing is going to happen, then, I mean, what are you praying for, Right? Like, what are you praying to actually happen if you don't believe something's going to happen if you don't have faith in that? Um, now, also with this, faith is not praying to make an A on a test, but if your test is on Tuesday, you want to play golf on Monday night when you're supposed to be studying, right? So it takes your part, too. God is not, God is not a make-a-wish. He doesn't have, you don't have three wishes a day for God. Um, but, yeah, okay, so backing up, number one is faith. Um, now, number two, everybody say number two. Number two is communication. Communication is the imparting or exchange of information or news. Um, so I'd be willing to bet nine out of ten of the people, if you ask any leader that is either married, dating, engaged, anything like that, um, they would say that the number one key to a relationship is communication. Um, you can't have a, rela- a relationship without communication because that like what's the point in that right so if one of your friends came to school and they say hey I met this girl or whatever you know but they don't text them and they're not hanging out with them or and they go to a different school and all this kind of stuff that that's going to bring up questions right um is that person even real is that person there 
but with communication and with pr basically proving, right? Um, but with communication, everybody, well, everybody has a, a phone, right? Okay. Um, so I looked this up, but the average American spends seven hours a day on their phone. Seven hours a day. That that uh, that that blew my mind when I looked that up because I don't even know how I'm, how much time I spend on my phone, but I don't want to know now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so if you do that math, right? So if you take seven hours out of your day, that only leaves you with 17 hours left, and to like eight eight or ten of those, if you're sleeping the way you're supposed to, you're asleep. Um, so that only leaves you with like seven to eight hours left if I did that math right and I went to Woodmont actually I was homeschooled psych so <laughs> either way it's not looking bright but <laughs> um, a lot of those hours and this is not calling everybody out in this but because I'm doing it too but um, I'd be willing to bet that seven out of seven hours it's all spent on like social media right and YouTube and all kinds of stuff like that um, and how much of that time are we spending in the Word, even if it's on our phones, right? Because um, I'm guilty of coming home and getting on my phone and just not doing anything, not being around people, not reading the Word, all that kind of stuff. Um, but communication, a couple ways to communicate with God. The main way is prayer. Um, well, with that, with, sorry, backing up. With that, communication and spending time with Him and getting in his word and talking to him, right? So that leads to prayer. Um, prayer is a big way to communicate with God. Um, we've been doing a, a series on prayer in the sanctuary, and I encourage y'all to all go back and listen to it. Um, but another way to think of prayer is prayer is kind of our hotline to God, right? So we pray to God and we say, hey, God, I need you here. I need strength here. Um, and he will He will come and he will uh, have your back. Now, that doesn't mean you're sitting in an interview and you're like, God, I need to sign these papers today. He's going to make you sign these papers, okay? Like I said, he's not a genie. Um, but he's always listening and he's always there. Um, Psalm 71, 23 says, oh, wait. Another way to communicate with God is through worshiping him like we just did. Now, Psalm 71, 23 says, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praises for you. My soul also, which you have redeemed. Um, now that verse doesn't say my lips will mumble, right? Or it doesn't say my lips will sit here and like barely move and barely do anything. It says my lips will shout for joy. Um, and so when worshiping, right? We talked about this a little bit on Awaken, but like worshiping is going all out because it doesn't matter what the person in front of you or behind you or anybody like that thinks. Um, but another way to communicate with God is living the way he called us to live. And if you ask how he, you're called to live, and there's these little things in the Bible called the Ten Commandments. Um, and they are, you shall, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself a carved image. Uh, you shall not take the name of your Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Honor your mother and father. Uh, you shall not murder. That's a big one. You shall not commit adultery. <laughs> you shall not steal. You shall not bear a false witness against your neighbor. And you shall not be jealous of what other people have. Um... Now, communication is not always talking to someone. Like I just said, it's, it's living the way that uh -oh, God asked you to live um, in those Ten Commandments. And so, uh, yeah, 
living the way he asks us to live will help us grow closer to him um, because it is walking every day with him. Um, communication is a key with any good and healthy relationship you have, and don't let your relationship with God be any different. Now, number three, everyone say number three. Number three is obey. Uh, obey means comply and command direction of, of a request uh, from a person or a law submit the, to the authority of. Um, if you go back to number two, obey is uh, the Ten Commandment. It's honor your father and mother. In other translations, it says obey your father and mother. But um, Exodus 19.5 says, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, excuse me, then all... Uh, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession although the whole earth is mine uh, so God says if we obey him we will be his treasured possession um, and God and so with that that means that obeying him it kind of goes with all three things right so obeying him you have to have faith you have to communicate with God and then whatever God says you have to obey um, with the that that with the plan of your life um, Sometimes it's kind of hard to us to follow God's plan because we don't know what God's plan is, right? Um, so a lot of us nowadays won't control over everything, me including. I want to be a part of everything, um, and I want to be around. Um, so some of us, it's kind of it's it's hard to know or take and obey God's plan because we don't know what's coming. Um, but going back to the top, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says He has plans for you to prosper. Um, so if you're in a storm right now, congratulations. And you may look at me crazy like when I said that because he's, you're, I'm congratulating on a, when you're in a bad time, right? But um, that just means that God is molding you and making you stronger for what he has for you next. Um, so know that if you're in a storm that you, can, you will come out of that because he has a plan. Um, so going, going back to the control thing, does anybody even know what an NFT is? A little bit? Okay. So NFT is a non-fungible token. I only know that because I looked it up. But I don't know everything about NFTs, but I know a lot of people are selling them, right? And a lot of people want to have control over this thing, right? So say Nate has a Michael Jordan card from 1983, and it's a first edition, all kinds of stuff. And I pay Nate $100 to own 25% of that. But he still has the card, but I own 25% of it. Um, a lot of that, that's that's easier for us to say, okay, I know what that is, so I'm going to take over that. Um, we don't know what God's plan for us is, so it's a lot harder to step into that and know and go with that. Um, but I encourage you to have faith in that. Um, sometimes we we know the plan that we have for our life, right? So we want to own our own business one day, and we want to be the richest person alive one day, and all this, all these fun stuff, right? But the, the life that we have planned for our life... Um, is more of a bronze life, and the God and the plan that God has planned for us is more of a gold life, right? Um, and so, if we look at that, then it might not be what you have planned for you, but God's life will continue to make that better, or God's plan will. Um, yeah. So sometimes we don't understand why God is bringing us through these storms, um, but Proverbs three. 5 through 6 says trust in the Lord with all your heart don't rely on your own intelligence know him in all your paths and he will keep you straight 
Um, so even if you don't know why you're in a storm or why God's bringing you through this or any of those things, that know that we don't lean on our own intelligence because it, so it doesn't matter, like right? It doesn't matter if I know why these things are happening, but it matters more if I have a faith that my God is stronger than these things and he will bring me out of this. Um, so as long as we are doing... Uh, so as long as we are putting him first in everything we do, um, it will continue to we will continue to grow with him, and we can continue to continue to walk in his plan. Um, but with that kind of saying that, with all three of those things, the faith, um, the communication, and obey, they kind of all go together, right? So you have to have faith to ask God um, what you have going on, or like ask God, and then you have to communicate him, ask him like. And then you have to act, then you have to obey whatever he brings back to you, um, and like I've said, a lot of those times that's difficult um, because we don't know what it's going to be like, and it might be uncomfortable, and your friend might have more fun in what they're doing, um, but I promise it's for pr- it, you. You will prosper, um, but yeah. So choosing him is an everyday task, um, but it's very rewarding. Um, and I believe that God has a plan for each and every one of you, um, and that he will bless each and every one of you. Um, and I feel like I went through that quick, but that is all I have. All right, let's pray. Uh, dear God, thank you, um, for tonight. Uh, I pray over the word, God, that you would, you would speak to these people in here, God, these kids in here, the leaders in here, um, God, that they got something out of that message. Um, God, that you would give each of them uh, and bless each of them with the path that you have for them, um, God, and I pray this in your name.